Welcome to Just Practicing. If this is your first time here, then hello, I'm Paul. I'm a professional mindfulness teacher and personal development trainer. And this is a podcast with one aim, to help you deepen your understanding of mindfulness and meditation practice, whilst giving you practical and hopefully inspiring ways of developing more calm, clarity, wisdom and happiness in your day-to-day life. So if you're in the market to learn about the many ways that mindfulness and meditation can have a hugely positive influence on your life and to get guidance on how to start and sustain and expand your own practice, then you're definitely in the right place. And I'd like to recommend that you consider subscribing to the podcast so that each new episode can automatically find its way to you as and when it's released. Now, in today's episode, we're continuing with the theme of the attitudes of mindfulness. So far, we've explored what it means to have a beginner's mind and the importance of cultivating a stance of being non-judgmental towards our moment-to-moment experience. And today, we're taking it a step further with the whys and hows of developing the attitude of acceptance and allowing. See, we all have our own unique strategies for dealing with different stressful situations and unpleasant events. And no doubt, some of those strategies are helpful and they move us skillfully through the situation in a healthy way. But without any doubt, and I say this with confidence because we're all human, some of those strategies are not going to be so helpful. And they're likely to keep us held captive within the stress or discomfort of a situation. See, possibly the biggest reason why some of our ways of dealing with stressful circumstances work against us rather than for us is because we're often unwilling to accept what's happening. It's almost as if accepting the way something is is somehow dangerous. If we accept it, then we'll be powerless against it. But by the end of this episode, I hope that you'll get a felt sense that provided you're not facing actual imminent physical danger, not only is it okay to accept whatever's happening in the present moment, but that acceptance itself is the doorway to responding with greater skill and wisdom in whatever you choose to do next. But Just before we dive in, if you're new to mindfulness and meditation and would like to not only learn how to meditate, but also to really understand the principles that underpin mindfulness practice, then I want to point you in the direction of my seven-day mindful meditation course. It's completely free, it's hosted online, and it's self-directed so you can take it at a time that fits with your schedule. But this is a course that I've carefully designed to give you a gentle yet comprehensive way of learning mindfulness meditation and for taking the benefits of it into your everyday life. Even if you do already have an established practice or you're looking to reboot your meditation momentum, then I'd absolutely recommend this course to you as well. I'm pretty sure you'll find content within it that will either give you something new 
or at the very least, it will give you a fresh perspective that you can take with you into your practice. So to access the course, just head over to my website, pauldalton.coach forward slash seven days. Simply sign up and you can get started with that later today. But not before hanging out with me for this episode of Just Practicing, which we're going to start right now. One of the more challenging aspects of mindfulness for a lot of people, particularly those starting out in their practice, is the encouragement to meet each moment with acceptance. It's extremely common that the reason someone's turned to mindfulness in the first place is because they're looking for a way to relieve some kind of anguish they're dealing with. That might be stress, anxiety, depression, addiction, or physical pain, to name a few. The hope is that mindfulness can offer a cure, or at least a way of escaping the discomfort. And it's also common that even if there isn't a stress-related motivation to give it a go, there's an expectation that mindfulness is going to provide an express route to inner bliss. But then, in meditation, we're asked, can you allow this moment to be exactly as it is, without needing to control it or for it to be different in any way? When you're having a particularly lovely time in meditation, fully accepting the moment is the easiest thing in the world. But if that moment is presenting you with discomfort, sadness, or frustration, resistance seems like a totally logical and justified response. Why on earth would anyone want to accept the very thing they're longing to be rid of? I well remember the first time I meditated. As someone experiencing anxiety and depression, my response was, are you kidding? I'm here to feel better, not to accept how awful everything is. I thought this was supposed to be relaxing. Or something along those lines, perhaps a little more expletive. Like many people, it took me a little while to really connect with why acceptance is so fundamental to the practice. The bad news is that mindfulness will not solve all life's problems. It won't stop there being stress in the world. It won't remove pain from the body. And it definitely won't make you blissfully happy 24-7 for the rest of your life. But the good news is that it gives us something better. A way of fully engaging with the whole of life in all its messy glory. Because life is messy. Mindfulness teaches us that discomfort is a normal, natural and inevitable part of life. We can't avoid it, and nor should we. If all we do is accept the pleasant side of life and resist the ugly, then at best we'll only ever be present for half of life. It shows us that by not shutting ourselves off from the less comfortable aspects of our experience, if we turn toward them rather than away from them, we can begin to relate to them in a very different way. We can learn how to be with whatever we're experiencing without needing to suffer because of it. The willingness to open up and feel into what's actually happening, physically, emotionally, or mentally, and accepting it without judgment, puts you in a really healthy position of being able to simply observe how the body and mind are naturally responding to the culmination of causes and conditions that have led to this very moment. 
So rather than trying to push the stress away, it's like saying, stress is here. This is what it feels like in the body. Stress is a part of life, and it feels like this. No resistance, no explaining it away, no dressing it up as something else, no story about why it's here or wishing it to be different. Just the awareness of being in this moment as it is right now. There's a lot of misunderstanding about what it means to accept things the way they are. For example, if we just accept everything, won't that make us passive? Won't we lose our ambition and drive? Surely we'll retreat into ourselves and just allow bad things to happen. If we just accept feeling bad, how are we ever going to feel better? Now, it's important to know that acceptance is not the same as resignation. It's not saying, well, that's just the way things are, so I guess I'd better lump it. It doesn't mean we aren't going to take the necessary action to improve our circumstances for the future. It's not sitting idly by and letting bad things happen to us or others. And it's certainly not condoning any injustice we may have been subjected to. Firstly, acceptance gives us an accurate measure of where we are right now, which is really important. I once asked someone for directions, and after some careful consideration, they looked at me and said, to be completely honest, if I were trying to get there, I wouldn't be starting from here. It was the worst advice I've ever been given. If where we want to get to is a place of ease, we have to be real about where we're starting from. Not accepting the truth of what's present in the moment is like trying to start a journey from some place other than where you are. Acceptance is simply a wise first step in working skillfully with what's already happening. You don't have to accept any future moments before they've arrived. The only moment that needs accepting is the one you're in right now, because it's already here. Secondly, when you accept things as they are, you see them as they are. And by see, what I really mean is feel. It allows us to observe how our experience of the moment shows up as physical sensations in the body. We might experience an emotion as having some tightness or pressure, warmth or coolness, lightness or heaviness, or something else. By becoming mindful of the physical nature of our experience and staying with it for a while, we start to see that nothing stays the same. It all exists in a never-ending flow of constant change. While we may have perceived our discomfort as being a fixed thing that has a kind of solidity to it, we begin to observe that usually it's made up of lots of different individual sensations that are constantly shifting and evolving, arising and passing away. Practicing this kind of observing is what helps us over time to transform our relationship with discomfort. Bringing interest to the dynamic flow of sensations without our usual judgments and stories about them can be extremely liberating and it offers a sense of greater ease. The process starts with acceptance, but it's followed up with allowing. It's entirely possible to accept what's here in the moment while still holding on to some subtle resistance for allowing it to flow unimpeded. I've certainly had the experience of this in my own practice. I have a condition called ankylosing spondylitis, which is a kind of arthritis that causes inflammation in the spine and in the joints. 
This can often contribute to a bit of discomfort while meditating, particularly in longer sits. And for a long time, I was convinced that I was doing a pretty good job at accepting that there was pain. But one day, it came to my awareness that while I'd accepted there was discomfort, I was at the same time subtly resisting feeling that discomfort in the body. It's as if I were trying to acknowledge it and ignore it simultaneously by trying to force my attention onto the sensations of breathing. As soon as I realized what I was doing, I loosened my grip and made the sensations of the discomfort the object of my meditation. What I found was by allowing them to be there and by exploring them with a calm mind, it was possible to experience the sensations without feeling so contracted. They stopped being something I felt I needed to endure. Now, this was a game changer, not just for my meditation practice, but also in my day-to-day -day life. Sometimes there's not a lot I can do about the pain, but I've learned that I can happily coexist with it. It doesn't have to be something that detracts from my enjoyment of life. In mindfulness, accepting and allowing are best mates. They go hand in hand. Allowing is the part of acceptance that lets us be with things as they are without them needing to change. Paradoxically, it's by not needing things to change that we're more readily able to see that they're always changing. Nothing is permanent. And that includes our emotions. When there isn't a narrative to keep breathing new life into them and hold them captive, emotions rise up, they get felt, and they fall away. The more we can witness the simplicity of this for ourselves, the more we're able to trust that it's okay to accept them when they arrive. We trust that they're only here because the conditions are right for them to arise. But we also trust it's their nature to pass through. They'll peak and they'll fade. They won't be here forever. So while mindfulness isn't the solution to all our problems, and it isn't all unicorns and rainbows, it does put us in touch with something pretty amazing, our innate capacity for handling life's ups and downs in a more skillful, easeful way. Please don't be hard on yourself if you find some things harder to accept than others. Be patient and be kind. After all, it is a practice. Keep practicing. Thank you so much for being with me for this episode of Just Practicing. With a million other things that you could have been doing with the last 12 minutes or so, I have nothing but gratitude that you chose to spend it with me. I really don't take it for granted, so thank you so, so much. And I sincerely hope that you heard something about the practice of accepting and allowing that's inspired you and that you can take forward with you to find more peace and more connection in your daily life. If you have, if this has been helpful to you, then please consider taking a moment to leave a positive review. Reviews are so incredibly valuable in helping the podcast to grow and reach even more listeners that may really benefit from hearing the kinds of things that we cover. And not to mention how truly appreciative I would be on a personal level to hear how these episodes are making a difference to you. If you'd like to connect with me directly, then I'd like that too. 
The best way to do that is on Facebook or Instagram. My handle for both is Paul Dalton Mindfulness. So feel free to message me with anything that you'd like to share or simply follow me on Facebook and Instagram for regular bite-sized doses of inspiration and insights related to all things mindful. And if you're not on social media, you can always email me directly. It's paul at pauldalton.coach. Now remember, if you're looking for a great way to start or re-energize your meditation practice, take a look at my free seven-day mindful meditation course, which you can start anytime by visiting pauldalton.coach forward slash seven days. All the links are going to be in the show notes. Now, in the next episode, we're going to be going even further with this mini-series on the attitudes of mindfulness by exploring the what and the hows and the whys of equanimity. But until then, may you be safe. May you be happy. May you be well. Please take really good care of yourself. Bye for now.